Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Finger Guns and Record Breakers. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, of course, is my crew here to talk about music as we do every every time we gather on Record Breakers. Uh, we have Brett. Uh, breakfast of Champions. We've got Drew. Feel like I should be cutting a promo as Cactus Jack. Yeah, and we've got Patrick. Bang, bang. I shot you down. Uh, we're here to talk about music. Uh, share music with each other as we do periodically. As we do, we, we take turns and round the table uh, and share and care and do a show and tell. Uh, the provider of the music this week is me. I'm providing a very cool, interesting album uh, by a very cool, interesting set of... Uh, I guess you would call them road warriors or journeymen uh, by the name of spam all stars. Uh, they hail from Miami, Florida. At least that's where they, they, uh, they set up shop here. They, they play tons of shows on a constant basis all over Miami, uh, at various like, uh, locales, bars and, and, uh, music joints. Uh, and they're very, very cool, interesting, eclectic, band uh very cool musicians uh but yeah let's get down to it uh i'll start with uh patrick patrick what were your expectations coming into this album i had no idea other than sort of you mentioned they were they were uh from miami and that was about it i had no i i coming in blind here Mm-hmm. I imagine that's going to be the case for, for the most part. Brett, what, what were your expectations? I think you had talked to me about these guys before, but I didn't have the name to put with them. I, I remember you bringing up the novelty of the act. But other than that, I, I didn't know that until I was into it. Yeah. So I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what, are, what were your expectations? Well, you said they were from... Uh, Miami, and all I know of Miami music is a bald reggaeton artist that says Dale a lot, so I was going to assume that that wasn't going to be what I was getting, <laughs> so I had really no clue I was going to be uh, lost. You had me mixed up because I was like, bald reggaeton artist. I didn't, I didn't know he knew Daddy Yankee, and then he, he said Dale. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, there, there are a couple, but I, I was going with the other one. Yeah, Sorry. uh, he he's the, the rapper from Westchester, uh, who's his who has has uh street cred, even though he he's from one of the most middle class neighborhoods in Miami. Uh, he's killing a lot of dudes on that uh that new video game, the Giant Bomb game, game game of the year. But <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, let's talk about this album musically. Uh, I think this this album is a very eclectic album. Uh, it's a very cool album. It has has a lot of uh, has a nice variety of sounds. Uh, has some influences in like old school hip hop, uh, funk. Uh, it's a little bit of you know a little bit of funk and R and B. Uh, a little bit of kind of like uh, di- yeah, a bunch of different sounds: funk, R and B, old school hip hop. Uh, Latin music, you know, very Afro, it has Afro Cuban uh, influences, especially with like the inclusion of the, the tambales. Uh, there's a man uh, credited uh, in the in the uh, membership as uh, playing both uh, guitars and the Cuban tres, 
I don't know if you've ever heard of the Cuban Tress. I, I, I this is the first time I've ever heard of it. But it's it's like a guitar, except of uh, the six strings are are paired off into three pairs, and it yep. is it is a very interesting uh, instrument. So it's like it has so many like different influences just in uh, what each person brings to the table and like uh, the horn section and the timbales and but in like they have DJ Lil Spam doing like the on on his like on his like turntables and his production uh area doing his thing so it's a very cool mix of sounds and it's very uh interesting kind of vibey has this has this really nice mood to it and lets you kind of vibe out to it um you guys are probably you guys are going to be better at describing this musically so i'll go to you guys patrick how would you describe this musically what would be the themes elements that caught your attention uh, this is the band that doesn't want to be uh, given a genre title and and have it only be at one. It's this is all over the place, but in like a great way. So some songs you are very very much the sort of Afro Cuban sort of Latin sound that you alluded to. Some songs are very much like funk and R and B. There's a lot of of really um, interesting uh, choices in terms of instrumentation. So. Like you say Afro-Cuban and you can like list the instruments that are on that, but also like there's like crazy bass synths and, you know, electronic stuff that gets used. So it's um, it's a little all over the map in terms of in terms of stuff. But I think like at its core, it's very much Afro-Cuban and Latin with a healthy helping of sort of funk R&B and hip hop thrown in there, too. And electronica for some reason. It's. I, I, it's really, really hard to, to actually describe it. Uh, there's no one or two or three genres that describe it. It's about 20 of them, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's, it's a, it's, it's, I think at its core, it, it is very much take the, take a lot of, uh, ideas out of Latin and Afro Cuban music and layer other styles and instruments and ideas on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes elements that caught your attention? Um, you guys know how much I enjoy the uh, the the great wall of sound bands that that we bring every now and then. And uh, man, there there's probably about as many threads on this album as any al- other album that I can think of. Uh, you know, this is one of those albums you can listen to over and over, um, and still pull out new little bits every time. Um, the density of music, uh, a, on a wide range uh, of the, of, of sounds. Um, you know, it's, it's very noteworthy. The, the songs are longer than most, so they hang around. Um, you don't get that many of them though. Uh, that's how it goes. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you get some places, uh, you know, uh, you get instruments playing together that you wouldn't expect and done in a way that you'd pretty hard pressed to put a name on this is a you know a, a pretty magical album that has like a couple of super strong tracks on it but those are tracks that are that are geared towards me this album goes so many places that this thing's going to hit with different people in very different ways there's just like yeah from you know like a a, a bleeps and bloops a drum machine and a violin going on at the same time you know it's 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 a it's a kind of a crazy album yeah <laughs> crazy uh, crazy sums it up yeah uh drew 
What would be the themes on that caught your attention? How would you describe this album musically? This album is just oozes style in a way that like is kind of insane. Um because of if we can touch on what Patrick said before, you can't really pigeonhole this band into one genre. If somebody came up to you and said, I want a this type of band from like this genre, I want something good and new in this genre, this band would never come out because like you can't say let's take a look at their Wikipedia page for a second. The genres I see here, because I brought this up in the pre-show while we were just shooting the shit, so I'm going to bring it up again. The genres I'm seeing on this page, hip-hop, Latin, funk, electronica, Afro-Cuban, electro, and dub. It's like you took a handful of genres and threw them at a wall, and some shit stuck. But you know what? Like, the whole thing works. Like, there is a funky groove to this album that just you can't help but fall for something. Um, the musicianship is insane in this record. The There is some bendy wah goodness in that electric guitar that is just fun in places. There is some great like horn parts um, in others. There is an underlying synth to a lot of this record that is just sort of, it doesn't always punch through, but it's there a lot of the time just providing this, like, cool little floor that's really nice. Like, there's a weird key, like, I don't know what it is, it's just that underlying, like, whatever sample or whatever they're doing with that sort of key sound in it is just great. Um, It's just, from top to bottom, I... Brett said there's something magic about a lot of this record, and it it goes places. Like, I'll touch on the first two tracks when we go into the next block, because it's a weird, they're both weird offshoots. But that's what makes it great, I think, is that you can sit down to this album at different times and pick out different tracks that are going to hit you. It There's something that, every once in a while, something gets onto this where I'm like, whoa... This came out of left field, but is really great. The first time, it was the Bad Rabbits. And I don't know, maybe in a year we'll be talking about their darker socially conscious record. I don't know. Um, but right now, this dancey, fun, like, street fair music is something that I'm super digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah there's, there's, they have such a great, like, breadth of sound and, like, touch on so many things and and you get in some of the cool songs some of the songs uh yeah we're going to talk about the first two tracks i'll bring them up the first track the title track does a great job of kind of building up and kind of giving you an idea of who they are uh gets you in kind of a cool mood uh and it's a really great opening track and has has a lot of fun stuff going on throughout uh and it transitions to the second track uh uh, one of the two tracks that are, I think the only two tracks that have vocals on them on this album, uh, Coquilla. Uh, and it is a very fun Afro-Cuban style, like very Cuban Spanish, like even with words that I don't even understand because <laughs> they're very Cuban dialect Spanish uh, that uh, I don't speak Thank on God. a daily basis. Uh, 
but it, it's very familiar just because it's you know i'm here i live it uh, uh and it's so cool and it's such a cool style and it has such a cool feel to it like it, it it's definitely like the the successor in so many ways with so many uh, cool additions but it still takes you back to like like uh when we talked about Celia Cruz like that the classic Afro-Cuban style it takes those influences and adds so many cool new things that still make it nice and fresh and then the other one uh the other vocal uh, song Satellite uh had its own really cool uh, funky uh sound to it and really cool like singing style and uh was danceable and and catchy and and hooky uh but it still had really cool musicianship uh and it was really interesting to kind of go back and go and listen to um yeah uh patrick what would be some of the key tracks for you uh uh koskia or kokia uh it, this one, like the intro, is super like Afro-Cuban Latin, and then you get this like unexpected, out of nowhere bass synth, and it really kind of describes what makes this group so interesting and so much fun. Is like you get what sounds to be briefly traditional, but then like, okay, we're gonna throw something in here that that you didn't expect that that quote unquote doesn't belong here, but it works really well. Um, has really, really great Latin percussion. I don't understand Latin percussion. I don't know what you do with timbales. I just, I, I, I like them. I can hit them. But like there's a, they, they're like, they're used as an accent piece rather than like a normal drum kit where it's holding it down. And someday in my life, I just want someone to like explain Latin percussion to me in a way that I can understand what you're supposed to do. Because I think it's really cool. And it's one of those things that I wish I understood. I, I will give you a hint. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to do anything. You just do. It really is. I, a lot of Latin percussion is you're not it's not something you're supposed yeah. to do. You just do, man. You just do. I, I get that vibe. It's very it's very like accenty in a way that like is is very unlike normal like playing a drum set in a band. Uh, and the vocals are really cool. Like you get these you get these really nice harmonized male vocals contrasted with a female vocalist and it's just it's really fun. I don't know what any of the words mean. I don't care. It's great. Um satellite uh that PD mentioned this one gets real funky. Uh it has these really really great soulful vocals, uh, a good synth and a uh fuzzed out guitar solo. And I like a fuzzed out guitar solo. And then the last song Agua de Poso, which I'm saying probably very wrong, but you know, I, I only speak English. I am I am not educated enough to know any other languages. Uh, and this one, it has like spectacular percussion for the intro. I don't know what's going on, but I like it. It's really cool. Uh, it, you get horns, which which I think many of us enjoy, as we've probably said a million before. And then you get, but then like you, you think, okay, it's this one thing. And then you get a drum machine in the dirtiest synth, like just in there too. And it's really, I think this song was the one where they're like, uh, yeah, we're going to just try some shit on this and have some fun. Like it, it, this one's probably the farthest off the beaten track and just getting a little experimental. But because of that, it's really fun. And uh, it, it kind of encompasses why, why this record's so much fun is because it isn't one thing. It's, it's whatever thing it wants to be at that very second, and it could be a whole nother thing in a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what will be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, there were a couple that really stood out for me. One of them was a ruby carrot. 
Uh, it, you know, it starts out with, you know, just a simple guitar lick, then a fuzzed out bass comes in, then you get a violin and then like this slow swell crescendo of every like 30 different people stepping in and adding their instrument. Um, and every time I heard this song, I kept pulling more and more neat things they were doing. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those songs that I could throw on and do something and sort of just let it do its thing uh, and not get in the way. But every time I wanted to impose myself upon the song, I could dig something out of again. Um, I played a lot of this. Um, you know, it's not overpowering, but there's some neat things that they were doing in there. And they all, in a weird way, they mixed together the instrumentation. But the best example of the weird instrumentation being thrown all together, I thought, was around the track. I hope I got the pronunciation right there, Petey. I don't... <laughs> Oh, um, I think so. I think I think it was okay. right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you know, it's got beeps, it's got boops, it's got drums and bass, it's got horns, it's got a guy playing woodblock. Um, it's got funk. Um, it's fantastic. It, it's like, you know, the the whole song has the foundation of the bass and the drums. Um, the bass going, you know, going some places, hanging to the groove for six minutes while all of the 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 voices come in. Uh, from like the guitar or the the like there's all kinds of stuff going on here and there's that dude in the back playing that that wood block you know <laughs> doing the lord's work knocking a piece of wood against another piece of wood you know it's it's, it's not quite like it's not quite like claves but you know it it's you know it's a guy's got a wood there's also hand percussion at the same time as a drum machine. Um, you know, it's not something I was really expecting, but I, it, it was fantastic. The, yeah. the staple of every Catholic church, the Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. One piece of wood against the other piece of wood. Uh, and it goes... That's what struck me. It's like all my years in the Catholic church, you know, the Lord's work being the wood block. That's, that's something I missed. I missed that Easter Sunday. Uh, I remember my years in Catholic Church, uh, the, the Lord's work being uh, one piece of wood against another piece of wood, but that's a whole other story. Um, Drew. I wasn't good looking enough. Uh, um, what were some of the key tracks for you? Hey, oh, self-deprecating humor. Um, so, uh, like I said, the first two tracks I have to hit on because of how good they were. Like, I usually try to like do like... One at the beginning and one in the middle and one at the end. But, like, Transoceanic was probably my favorite song. It was just, like I said, just um, the style in this band, like, it just is oozing from every part. And the opening track, the title track, hit that. And if you can hit a title track and an opening track at the same time, um, we know my rules. Gotta do it well. And it got it. Like, there is some jazz influence on this that just got me grooving um, right from the get go. Um, Kokia, um, as uh, P said, thank you for pronouncing that um, so I would not sound so white. Um, when I said, like, street fair, like, this, like, I can imagine, like, walking down a street with, like, food trucks and, like, music coming from different sides of the sidewalk and this would be coming from somewhere if i was walking around miami with a good friend Petey here and i heard this coming from a bar or something i'd be like yo uh, i don't know where we're, yeah. we're, we're stopping we're stopping and going that way because like this sounds cool and i gotta be a part of this um and then weirdly enough brett touched 
on uh, the other one I wanted to touch on, which is around the track. Um, there was a lot going on in that song, but there was a guitar effect that came in about halfway through that was like super 80s for some reason to me. Like, and it, like, as someone who, like, I told uh, pre show, have been dabbling in some outrun, some retro wave, and some vapor wave, the 80s, uh, Guitar effects was was a welcome and like just that like sort of fuzz that was there was really really cool and the song itself was just great. There's this record, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I think uh, we can all agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is just a fantastic record. And we talk. We go back around the horn. Talk about conclu- some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album? Uh, I, I didn't know what to expect coming in, but I was very pleasantly surprised. This was really fun. And uh, expand your musical horizons and listen to this. This is a really good example of like getting out of your comfort zone and finding something that you end up really enjoying. Uh, great musicianship. I like the odd instrumentation. And uh, I, I see why why these guys seem to have such a... Uh, a good reputation despite kind of being a band that you know lives and dies in one you know in one city mm-hmm. uh brett what would be your conclusive thoughts um there there are like ridiculous amounts of slices of different kinds of music the and and i found it very refreshing um it's unlike anything i've heard before and i probably wouldn't have found it without the show. I I really dug it. Mm-hmm. Uh true. What would you? What would be your conclusive thoughts on this album? I don't know if this band is gonna be for everybody. Um, because it is musically very jam packed. Um, it is very all over the place at times. There is a lot of. There's a lot of music in this album. Um, but the musicianship is so good and the songs are so fun that I would have a hard time not recommending people at least give it a shot because I think you'd be hard pressed not to find something you like, if not respecting the hell out of this band by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just a very cool band. Like this is just a very cool mix of sounds. It's very unique. It's um almost want to say very Miami. Like uh it's an actual melting pot. You know what? It's an actual melting pot unlike Miami, which uh, honestly is more like a I I think one of the best quotes is Miami is more like a, a fro- like a frozen TV dinner where sometimes the peas get in the mashed potatoes. Uh but this is a, an actual melting pot of sound uh, for many different styles in you know funk, hip hop, Latin. Like it is those genres that are on the Wikipedia page. You look at those genres and you think, "Wait, how does that mix together?" Well, hit play. <laughs> like I say in all all all, all the episode uh, uh, descriptions, hit play to find out. <laughs> uh, it is it is a very cool. It was, this is a very cool album. It's a very dense album. It's a very interesting to listen to album. This is a cool band that I think uh, somebody, 
it's hard to recommend specifically to anybody, but it has so much going on that it, it might have something for everybody. You know, it's like like the guys have said, like it's such a diverse sound that I think and such great musicianship that I I I'm proud to share a hometown with uh, this band, uh, and I and I hope to hope more people get to to check them out. Uh, if you want to see them live and you're in Miami, chances are you're going to be able to because they're playing somewhere. <laughs> they they literally are road warriors. They they're constantly playing live shows. Like you can go to their website, uh, which is a comical. Uh, if you go to the website. Uh, their their is, website, uh, I think, is literally as old as the band. It hasn't been updated since the late nineties. Uh, hasn't been updated in style, but it luckily is constantly updated with all their shows, and they're like they have it, tons of shows. It's the I would like to submit its design as second oldest looking design on the internet that still exists as a web page, besides like the Space Jam Space website, Jam. which I'm yeah. pretty sure is still up. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah. Jesus. But it still has all the info you need on there, uh, including their shows. Like they're, they're they're playing all the place, and you can see them live. And I'm I haven't seen them live personally, but I plan to at some point because I can only imagine it'd be a fun fun experience live, and a good party time, a good time to you know uh, party, yeah. party party time, and, and that in that time you could party. Excellent. Yeah, and dance around and and, and groove and like do salsa groove dancing. on it. Do salsa dancing. The audio listeners are missing out a key component of this. Yeah. And it's still going. Yeah. And here he is. <laughs> there, uh, there it is. All right. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's, those are our thoughts on Spam All Stars. Now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews. Uh, get to sum it all up in poetic form. Uh, I'll go same order. Patrick, what is your haiku? A delightful blend of the best Miami sounds. A very good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what did you try, Coop? A mix of the... Sorry, I added a, a syllable. That, uh, there's no uh. Sorry, folks. Let's do that over like Adele. Um, <laughs> mix of this and that. Stirred up and served my ears. It was cool, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what did you try, Coop? PD bringing out groovy Miami funk tunes, but not... Worldwide. <laughs> uh, Dolly. <laughs> God damn it. I'm a pit bull for the jokes. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> I have to. You know what? Yeah, I, 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 I will say I, I don't mind the dollars because you know what? Pit bull doesn't own Dolly. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I like it to put it. Uh, my haiku. Uh, wildly diverse sound from Miami Journeyman. Perfect party tunes. Now do it in Korean. Um, oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Putting this man on the goddamn spot. Oh, he used to do that when he'd bring Korean albums. I was <laughs> like... So wait, uh, why would he be doing it in Korean for this one? Wouldn't he be doing it in Cuban or some shit? It, <laughs> multi, he's, he's adding even more culture to the yes. multicultural. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, those, that, was, uh, that was our review. Uh, those are our thoughts on Spam All-Stars, Transoceanic. 
You can, of course, find it on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Uh, play along at home. Follow along. Do your homework. On that Spotify playlist will be next episode's record, next week's record, uh, which is provided to you by, uh, I believe, Patrick. Patrick, what do you got for us next week? Uh, I'm giving you the soundtrack to my freshman year of college, Shadows Fall, The War Within. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that discussion. But then is then, and now is now. I don't know. I don't know. I've got. I don't know. Uh, you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at HBD Brett H. I B B I 2 I B I B B A R D. Drew is at X Super X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at Four Record Breakers. That's the number four Record Breakers. Record Breakers Podcast.com. Record Breakers Podcast at gmail.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on iTunes. On, on, not on iTunes. On YouTube. On Twitch. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on all over the place. Worldwide. Until next time. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Dale que tu Que cani ne más cani, así viene el sándwich. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>